Welcome to Brothers of Discussion, episode 56. And no, your ears are not deceiving you. This is Big Kev and Fanboy Day, back-to-back weeks of recording. I know that puts a big, warm smile on Fanboy Day's face. How are you doing, Fanboy? Oh, I'm doing great. I mean, uh, yesterday, we are in the playoffs. I mean, my team is not in it. We got the number three pick, uh, the Patriots, but... I went two for two yesterday. I took the 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens. And so, yeah, I'm sitting good right now. Today I got the Bucks beating Detroit, and I have the Buffalo Bills beating Kansas City. Nah, nah. That's where you messed up, fanboy, because I got the Lions. The Detroit Lions are just absolutely true grit team at home. Slim Shady, hotter than a set of twin babies, is going to be on the sideline, and he – just like the rest of Detroit City, are going to rock out when the Lions beat and defeat the Bucks. As much as I like the Bucks, because we got a Lake Travis, which is a Central Texas alumni, Baker Mayfield playing, um, although he did go to OU, that's where he messed up. But I do have uh, the Lions advancing, and I'm with you. I think the Bills are going to get this win. Um, and we're going to see 49ers and Lions next week, and we're going to see the Bills and the Ravens. Um, super unfortunate the Texans did not win. I mean, not that, you know, I'm such a Texan fan, but, you know, you are from Texas. You kind of hope to the Texan team would win. But they put on a game, man, at the beginning of the, at least for the first half. So uh, props to them. I think they're going to be a team to reckon with in two to three years. Well, they're ahead of the schedule. Nobody expected them to win the division, even make the playoffs. So Well, well Stroud was out a few weeks from injury, so absolutely not. And um, I think they're have they have they're destined to do some greatness in the next couple of years because they have so you know, many of these picks. Right. But you know, I, I don't give too much props because I'm not a Texans fan, but props to the Texans because right now they're winning that trade of Watson to Cleveland. So kudos to the management. At the Texans, um, you look like you won that uh, uh, that trade uh, for sure. What a still. Not only that, but getting rid of uh, O'Brien. <laughs> Think about how the Patriots did this year with him. So that just kind of tells you of uh, his success, you know, not being that successful. So, hey, man. Um, so yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Are you foreshadowing for Buckeye fans? Because he is the OC now at Ohio State that – I, hey, I man playoff. Don't don't put too much um um money on that because Bill O'Brien's gonna let you down. Yes, he's hey, all he's gonna do is let you down in the end. Absolutely. <laughs> hey man, speaking of being let down, let's get right into it. I mean, we're gonna talk about the Royal Rumble, but the big news coming out of last Monday was Seth freaking Rollins. He tore his MCL and he's torn part of his meniscus, which is basically your knee. Um it looks like he's going to be shelved. Um, and I think there's going to be some surgery involved. We hadn't got a date on that. But uh, WrestleMania is a no-go for Seth Rollins this year, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not a doctor, but based on the injuries, being around sports, that's going to table him for a little while. Um, is this a blow to the WWE? Of course, this is obviously a blow to Seth freaking Rollins. But is this a blow to the company going into Mania? Do they need Seth Rollins this year? Um, I mean, it could be potentially, but you know, Vince has said, um, nobody's bigger than WWE. The show must go on. Uh, I've been reading reports from different sources and people I've been talking to that, um, of course they took Seth all of all live events, 
you know, or house shows, things like that. He hasn't wrestled. Uh, they advertise him for tomorrow. Don't know what he's going to say. And I've been reading where some other athletes had said, sometimes this kind of injury, you can postpone surgery, you know, and you could be, you know, not doing anything for three to three to five or three to six weeks. And potentially you could get through it, but it's one of those things with these superstars that they're jumping, being agile, doing all these moves that some athletes would be like, get the surgery and and then it may be better because if you uh, push off the surgery and let's say, you know, Seth, he is the workhorse. That's not undeniable. He is a fighting champion, unlike Roman Reigns, no shade on Reigns, but um, if he doesn't get that fix or, or take some rest, um, he's just um, bound to even mess up that knee even more. So I think that I would like to see him in Mania if possible, but the the storytelling that's been going on, which me and you can get into a little bit, this is the perfect opportunity for Senor Money in the Bank to um, to cash in it and uh, take that title so Seth can heal himself. I completely agree with you 100% in the sense of this is a perfect opportunistic time for Damian Priest. Do I think the WWE needs Seth Rollins at this year's WrestleMania? No, I don't. And here's why. Because specifically how much talent is running wild in WWE and it's, this is just an opportunity. And I, sound, I know it sounds bad um, and I don't take anything away from Seth Rollins by any means. Um, this kind of reminds me of Finn Balor when he won the Universal Championship belt for the you know the first undisputed one and then he all of a sudden got hurt and he had to be tabled and shelved. This could be a story later down the road. Now, is Seth a great performer? Absolutely. But I think, like you just said, this is a easy exit for the WWE creative to come up with something. And what better way when Seth is coming out and before he can get any words out about, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to rest my leg. I'm going to do whatever, blah, blah, blah. Here comes Damian Priest and he cashes in before Seth Rollins could even say, hey, I'm going to have to sit out. So um, I think that could happen tomorrow. Yeah, but to be Raw. fair to Finn, he got hurt because Seth Rollins threw him on the buckle bomb, buckle bomb. outside. So it really wasn't uh, Finn's fault. I mean, yeah, you learn how to fall, but still, I mean, the buckle bomb, in my opinion, that's a real dangerous move to do outside. I mean, even when um, he did the buckle bomb to Sting, Sting got whiplash in the ring. So it's just one of those moves that, yeah, you have to be very careful with that. Um, and no, I don't, and I'm not, uh, hey, and, and don't get me, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that um, it was really, you know, Finn's doing. I'm just saying it was in the sense that he got injured and now, you know, you can't, you can't just sit there and allow that belt to be vacant, especially at WrestleMania season. You got to oh, have that sure. belt for somebody. That's, oh. And that's all I meant, but um, oh. man, what, what do you think about this? If, if that does not happen, because I, I, you'd have to check my dates, but I believe the last time the WWE Championship, or we'll call it world title, um, was 1992 when Flair, the winner of the Royal Rumble, became the new champion. That's another way they could go because it hasn't been done since Ric Flair if they wanted yeah. to do that. I was thinking about this morning, and I'm thinking 
does the WWE try something new? And this is this was just my first thought of this. I know it might sound dumb, but um, just indulge me here. My thought was, okay, the final two in the Royal Rumble, those two automatically win. And here's here's what I'm getting at. The person that actually wins it all is going to be automatically taking the vacancy of Seth Rollins, kind of what you're talking about, where if you win, you're the champion. The second person involved, they're still going to be able to, uh, you know, challenge for a title uh, match down the road. So I was thinking, man, this could be something completely different that's never been done. One wins the title, one still gets a future, you know, opportunity at the title. So now I get instant gratification. The second, you know, place winner, if you will, the second uh, man to survive, he still gets a chance at a title. But I don't know if that would work. It was just something in my head. And I know it might sound dumb thinking about it in my, as I'm talking to you about it, but maybe you never know. We don't know where the WWE is going to go. And we could be all just, just that talk because Seth Rollins, like you said, I have too seen, you know, pro pro football players, things of that nature where you're doing a lot of cuts and stuff like that. They just table themselves for, you know, a few, you know, few months and then they're back on the field because they want to make sure they get through the season and they want to be part of the team. I think in the WWE's case, going back to Seth Rollins, is because this is a big traded public company and you want to, you know, someone like Seth that is top three in the WWF. Because when you think of WWE, you think of Seth Rollins, too, at this time, because he's been such a staple for so long and he's a champion. you got to take care of your champion. you got to term business. You can't just think, hey, let's just get to WrestleMania 40 with him. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. you. Because you have to have him defend that title in, in, in this weekend, you know. I mean, you know, this is Sunday, but this Saturday coming up, the WWE, uh, the world title has to be defended. In my opinion, no. Well, yeah. I mean, it, does it have to be defended? Not necessarily, because you already have uh, the four way with the universal, you know, title, undisputed universal championship. I don't think you have to have the world title per se. Um, but something has to go down between now and Rumble for sure. Like, we have to have some direction. I think that's what we're getting, Fanboy Dave, on Monday, tomorrow, is we're going to get some, uh, you know, Seth is going to come out and shed some light on that title, whether he's forfeiting it or even better. Like I said, if I was creative, before Seth can get any words out about forfeiting whatever, Damian Priest comes out and uh, – cashes in because now Damien can say that, Oh, it was a forfeit. It wasn't just given to me. I quote unquote earned it. I cashed it in. Yeah. So if I was creative, that's what I'm thinking. Well, we won't, we won't have to wait too long to find out. Um, just got to go to bed and wake up and get through the work day and yeah. Monday night raw at 7 PM. That's what I'm excited about. Hey, this is the 37th year. The WWE Royal rumble has been established uh, last year we went to the Rumble. We saw Cody Rhodes and Rhea Ripley, and we kind of uh, uh, winning it. And we kind of alluded to it last week. We talked about has there been any change between last week uh, and this week of who you think that could win the champion or not championship, but who could go on to WrestleMania and win the championship, and who's your number one pick to win the Royal Rumble? Especially because we've been hearing a lot of rumors and into into out there about who's going to be participating. There's some stars that we're going to get into in a little bit that uh, seems like this could be realistic that they could be in the rumble. Does that change any of your view? Let's get into it, man. 
that is the uh, women's Royal Rumble uh, is going to go down. That's on the card uh, for sure. Uh, the winner obviously is going to get to pick and potentially just go up against Rhea Ripley. I think that's everyone's going that route is, is hopefully Rhea Ripley for Mania 40. We're going to see somebody winning and challenging her. Um, I'm going to just throw this out there because we briefly talked about her, but I really truly believe I'm not saying she's going to win it but I think she's going to make a statement and that's Cargill. I think she's going to come out. I think this is what's needed with Charlotte absent. Um, Bianca Belair is kind of out of the picture. Um, I don't know. Do we see Raquel Rodriguez uh, resurface again? Uh, it'd be pretty cool to see Cargill and Raquel even a showdown in the rumble. Um, man, what's your thoughts? What are you hearing out there? Fanboy Dave, what have you been reading? I know Bailey's kind of been up on the forefront about it. I'm not quite sure that's going to be her. I know we talked about her and EO sky potentially with Bailey winning it and then uh, venturing off to challenge EO Sky. Has that changed for you? I mean, not really, but it's given me some thought because the promo that <clears throat> Big Time Bex had last week with Rhea Ripley saying that Bex was just saying, I, I, I think you're better than me, Rhea. You've been dominant and I need to know and I need to win that Rumble. It's to prove that because it looks like Big Time Bex wants to take on Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. So now I'm thinking like, oh man, is that going to happen? Um, because I mean, I have said that I want to. I, I think your girl Bailey was going to win, but now I'm just like, is Big Time Bex going to run the gauntlet and win it? And then we have Big Time Bex versus Rhea Ripley, and Bailey gets the championship match somehow uh, because. I think that story is still going to go through that she's getting kicked out of damage control. So yeah, I've been thinking about it for the past week and I'm torn. I'm like, either one of those is going to win it. I mean, I think, yeah, Cargill may come out. Um, I, th I I think it'd be great to, for Raquel to come out too, as well, too. I, I, I don't know if Michelle McCool is going to come out. I mean, she was at the Rumble last year, but yeah, one of those two is going to win it uh, in my opinion now. Big time Bex or Bianca, not Bianca. I'm sorry, um, Bailey. So that's one thing I would change. That I now I don't know for sure that Bailey's 100. percent And whether they win or not, the outcome I think you could agree and you could still um, have it nailed down is Bailey doesn't have to win uh, for that development of the EO Sky. That story is already there. She still still go after EO Sky and somehow get a title shot without winning the Rumble. So that still is on the table. Um, but yeah, you're it's very interesting as you bring up Becky's uh, you know promo. Uh, what we do know is we have five participants definitely listed, and that's Bailey, Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, and Maxine Dupree. So those five are for sure in the Rumble, and hopefully we'll get some more um, established names coming up this. Uh, Who do you week. think? Do you you think we have anybody that from NXT that's going to be in the Rumble, or per se that you think like I think this person's going to be there in the women's as a surprise? Um, yeah, I mean, I think we could get like a Mickey James. You know, she's already made an appearance a couple years ago. I think we could potentially get her. Um, as a quote-unquote surprise. But as far as like an NXT talent, you know, I'm not quite sure. I just – I'm sure we get somebody because, I mean, it's a great opportunity for them to have experience at the main roster level. 
Um, and it's able to put them in there because it's able to hide their flaws because your, your eyes are fixated on so many bodies in there. Yeah. Um, so it's very possible. Um, nothing sticks out completely. I still think we might get a Trish Stratus, you know, as far as surprise entrances, because, you know, Mickey and Trish can still go and they still have value and they still have name power. Um, but nothing stands out. I think, um, Starks might have a good showing Zoe. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm still with you. I think, uh, Bailey is, is, is up there. I think we still get a Cargill showdown with somebody. And I'm not saying we should propel Cargill right to the mania. Why would you do that? If you right. already been trying to, you know, kind of work her and walk her slowly, slowly, and still trying to make her a main event star. I think something might develop in the ring where we might get a feud and she comes in, but, um, I think they might hold off on that. Yeah. I it think, might be a good uh, thing. I think the name for me is going to be Tiffany Stratton. I think she's going to be in the Women's Royal Rumble, and I think she's going to ball out. Uh, she is a superstar. She's also dating my boy, Ligwig Kaiser. So um, I think uh, she is going to be in the Rumble, and she's going to open some eyes. That's my pick uh, to be the one to impress. So if she doesn't, uh, if she's not in the Royal Rumble, then I'm wrong. But I think she's going to be in the Women's Royal Rumble and ball out. Hey, let's talk about, uh, before we go in from Royal Rumble match to Royal Rumble match, let's talk a little about this Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens United States uh, Championship match. Um, something just, I got this feeling that KO might get this dub. He might get this win, although a lot of his recent uh, matches, he hasn't been getting the win. He kind of put people over, but um, I think Kevin Owens for somehow skays and he wins this championship. Um, I, I don't know why. Maybe they want, I'm just kind of thinking from a business perspective, uh, someone that is on TV quite a bit, this allows another champion to, to uh, you know, and, and household name when it comes to WWE KO is to uh, win it and have some representation week in and week out. Um, I can see why they would still go with Logan Paul, but gut feeling just tells me KO might, might pull this off and win. Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to agree with you because you do make some valid points. However, my friend, Big Kev, uh, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, I mean, Logan Paul. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Logan Paul is not going to win for sure. He's Logan Paul, the Maverick, I mean, he is um, a social media icon. I, I just don't have uh, that feeling that the, the WWE powers that be Gave the strap to him for him not to have a successful title offense at least once or twice. Um, in my opinion, I think he's going to be Kevin Owens. Uh, is he going to be in an elimination chamber? I don't know. But if anything, I think he goes into WrestleMania as a champ, and then that's where he would drop the title. Um, but it sounds like he's uh WWE superstar. I wouldn't say like permanently, but where it's more appearances. But you are right. Having the uh, the champion week in and week out on um, Friday Night SmackDown is very important to uh, the people that are in charge at Fox, which they're currently on. And you want to see your champions there um, because, you know, fans, just like with NFL um, games, and I know the NBA gets a lot of flack on resting players because sometimes some families – they can only afford to go to one game and you rest player and I get it. And that's why you can't do it as much, but yeah, having your champions out there 
for your um, uh, clientele or for the people that, you know, make your business thrive, the audience, the consumer, uh, it's very important because uh, these fans want to see these superstars at premier live events, at house shows, at Monday Night Raw, Friday Night SmackDown. So I, I do agree with you. If Logan Paul is going to keep the title, he needs to be on these shows regularly. Yeah, and I'm not saying Logan Paul can't win. I can see why they would keep him uh, in the win column. But just, just something that feels that KO could potentially win. And, hey, I see your point about Logan Paul, the, the social uh, media uh, megastar that he is. But look at Miz, too. Miz won the championship, and then about a month later, they took it right off of him. So you just never know. And I, I know it's a little different age, right, you know, 13, 14 years ago, and how Miz was the Logan Paul at that time. Um, so I, I mean, I get it. I get both sides, but that's, that match is kind of intriguing just a little bit. I'm not saying like, I'm, that's why I'm going to watch the rumble, but I am intrigued about what happens uh, out of that matchup, but Hey, let's get right to it. We're talking about the men's Royal rumble here. There has been a lot floating around. Uh, I know that you had mentioned a few names uh, right before we, uh, press the record button here and I've brought some names up, um, here we go. Men's Royal Rumble. We had, again, Cody Rhodes winning it uh, last year. Is it CM Punk's year? Um, he is the favorite to win this thing. Um, I don't know if he wins. I don't think uh, he wins. I feel like he's he's not going to be um, the winner at the end of the night. But, again, the universe uh, definitely likes him, and they still like Cody Rhodes. Could Cody Rhodes you know, win for um, back-to-backs? Has anything changed in your mind of who's going to win the Royal Rumble with all these rumors swirling about who's coming back? I mean, not really, but now, but like, you know, you haven't said about the rumors, but I'm hearing, and, and again, I mean, I've been wrong sometimes, um, but now there's rumblings that Brock Lesnar is going to make a surprise appearance. And I think right now, like we, me and you and the rest of our wrestling buddies in our chat, you know, talked about Brock probably going to UFC. I mean, if Brock is in the rumble, that's another wrinkle. Like it's WrestleMania season. We see Brock there now. Like, is this true? And if it's true, like that changes everything. Cause then you're like, who's really going to win? You know? Well, yeah, no, but, but here's the deal. That's the most believable quote unquote surprise entrance. I feel like that is going to happen because Brock doesn't necessarily need to win the Rumble. We saw that last year in San Antonio. He's there because he's an attraction, and he's somebody that can go in and just start dumping people. Um, and you get that face off with Gunther. So we might see him and Gunther finally at 40. That's the that's the match I've been saying I want to see. I'm hoping you even stabbing at the mouth. You've been wanting that for like two I've years. Been, I've been wanting it. I've been wanting it because that way, Gunther, there is no answer for butts about it, that when he gets that win over Brock, I mean, he's going to be I – mean, he's already a dominant force, but, man, he's legitimate. That's kind of the passing of the torch of, like, hey, yeah, Brock thinks I'm a beast. I'm a – you know, I can beat Brock. So, I want to see it still. Uh, but there has been some rumor and in into MJF from the AEW might be showing up. There's Okada. I don't know if you saw those reports out um, from New, J New Japan Pro, but he's supposedly potentially going – I think all this is built up just because either they're in contract negotiations or some injuries and they've been, you know, off the shelf for a while. And I think just people are saying what they want to believe. So I don't know if any of these are true. 
Um, but the Brock Lesnar one is for sure, I think that's going to be there. Could you imagine if Brock, let's just say I'm booking and I own TKO, I own TKO, right? And that means I own UFC and I own the WWE. How crazy would it be if Brock Lesnar wins the Rumble, wins the title at Mania 40, and then he goes off to UFC 300 wearing the WWE championship into a UFC bout and wins both titles? I'm not saying UFC scripted, and I know this is crazy to hear as I look at your face, but I'm just saying, if I own both companies, what better way to raise have Brock Lesnar walk into there as a promoter as a legitimate champion, but then not only that, he goes and competes at UFC. Now, if he loses at UFC, that's where it would lose a lot of credibility. I get it, but yeah, no, that I do would feel be, I do feel like Brock is definitely one that 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 can be there. No, that would be amazing because that would show that what Paul Heyman has been saying. I mean, prior to Roman Reigns, that Brock Lesnar is the best uh, athlete in on this planet because that's never been done. Like to do that and not to say like you said UFC fights are fixed but when he fought Randy Couture I mean yeah it's still Randy Couture but I mean there was no way Brock was going to lose that fight unless he slipped up like his first fight against Frank Mir like he owned Frank Mir in that fight and he got caught with that ankle lock or whatever and he had to tap but if that didn't happen Brock Lesnar was going to win that match and then you saw what happened the second time they fought each other Brock destroyed him uh, I mean, it'd be great for TKO. It'd be great for the uh, shareholders if that was to happen. Uh, could it happen really quick? Maybe. Uh, do they want to happen? Do they want to cross promote yet? I don't know. But yeah, but then if Brock did come, that would change my final four that we talked about like a few weeks ago when I said it was Dom, CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, and Gunther. Now, if if that was to happen, and then your boy MJF, like you can bet on that, like they they have him where you can bet that MJF may show up. Which, uh, if if that really happened, I think I would just be like, any papers I had in my hand, I'd be, like, oh my god, I don't know what's gonna happen now. But uh, yeah. yeah, then I'd have to change my final four to Brock Rhodes, CM Punk, and Gunther. If Brock Lesnar was Ooh, in, man, I'd have to change. I say, sorry, Dom, you're out. You know, well, but hey, just to put it kind of to bed a little bit, I think it still could happen. But uh, this is coming from Dana White, of course, with UFC. It says Brock Lesnar is 45 years old or pushing 50, 46. White said none of the those calls were made. So he's saying that, you know, no, nothing's no one from UFC's reached out. And Dana White is kind of still pulling the strings there that uh, they uh, have reached out to Brock Lesnar about that UFC 300, and it's just that rumors. But again, maybe he's learning some tricks from Vince McMahon um, and not giving everything away. And we kind of saw this. I just wanted to bring up with Mark Henry back in the day because he asked Vince, "Hey, let me go do the strongman competition." And it famously noted that Vince looked at Mark Henry and says, "I'll let you out of your contract. I wouldn't say contract, but I'll give you some time off to go prove yourself." But just remember, there's no number two world strongest man in the WWE. So um, it's happened before where someone wanted to go prove something. And and luckily for Mark Henry's situation, he was able to prove in the Arnold Schwarzenegger strongman competition, he was the strongest man in the world. But could you imagine if he lost and we did not see the Hall of Pain? Uh, we did not see that uh, side because it didn't sound like Vince was going to accept him back if he would have lost that competition. 
Yeah, and I think you could be right. I mean, I don't want to disrespect Dana White to compare him to Dave Melzer, but there's no way WWE is looking to sign CM Punk. He was wrong. And so maybe Dana's doing the same thing because, you know, they want to keep this close to the vest, you know, because with the way social media is, the way everybody uses their phone and trying to do get the scoop first, um, it's just one of the things. Because remember a long time ago when Brock did make his UFC um, return, um, people didn't know, and then you just heard the music, and they're like, oh, my God, Brock's back. So it's just um, one of those things that TKO, they're smart businessmen, and Brock Lesnar's a name, whether he's in WWE or UFC. People will go and um, you put butts in the seats, and you will get uh, – pay-per-view buys from UFC or people um, getting subscriptions to Peacock if Brock Lesnar is on the card. Yeah, it definitely will, man. So uh, I know that you talked about it last week. Do you still think as far as going back to special uh, entrances or, you know, special showings, do you still think we get Andrade coming back? Yes. I think Andrade is coming back. Uh, I've heard that, um, after he uh, ended his uh, obligations with AEW, um, that um, it was Charlotte, you know, because we talked a long time ago. We thought they had broken up, got divorced, things. I like think that. that's what you were trying to write in your head, man. Oh! <laughs> hey, but I will give it to Charlotte. She was wearing this uh, sweater that says, "I speak English, but I love in Spanish." I was like, "Man, the white Ooh. girl," I'm telling them like. Her man is El Espanol, like the jefe. But uh, I was like, yeah. But so um, Charlotte really wants him to be there. And I think this is good for Andrade because he is a star. Uh, I am confident to say that uh, the best uh, import or what JBL used to say about Del Rio, he was supposed to be the guy. Andrade is the guy. He speaks really good English. He speaks Spanish. Um, and, and it doesn't hurt that Charlotte's your wife. And, I and it doesn't to... seem like he has any outside baggage, you know, the drinking right. and the drugs. and Right. And but... I don't want to disrespect um, Mr. Lego de Fantasma, Santos Escobar, but Santos. It's like, it, it, it's going to be a diss. It's like Andrade is the name brand and for people that live in texas i go to heb and santos is the hill country fair brand of dude Mexico come on stars. yeah but there's a reason why andrade left the company I, I never saw it in him like to me personally like i i don't get i still don't uh does andrade really add any value like to the company, like, and what is that value? Why did, why didn't they, if they thought so highly, or if he's that thought of so highly, why did, why did they release him to begin with? Uh, just because, you know, sometimes like Drew McIntyre says in all his promos, you have to go away. You got to find yourself and you got to bet on yourself. And then you learn something. And I think Andrade understood and not to say that he said anything about, how things are ran at the other promotion. But I mean, to, to us, you know, it's night and day, you know, um, TK, I think gets in his way a little bit because that other promotion likes to uh, 
TK will pump his chest and always comparing himself to the E, <clears throat> excuse me. And when you're obsessed with something like that, it's just going to hurt your your company because you're trying to say you're different, but you keep um, referencing and doing things like that because you want you you, you that's your confrontation and you, they live uh, rent free in your head when they're not even worrying about you. And I think with Andrade, this is going to help his marriage too to be able to be with Charlotte. And I think um, I know I'm rambling, and I think no. he's going to go to SmackDown, and you have Santos over there, and they're almost like the same character. So I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I'm, and, I, and I can, can agree with you in, in the sense of like creative, right? Like Andrade didn't have much creative when he was here with the company at first. It, it was good for him to leave. So I, I do, I completely agree with you there. I still am behind Santos a little bit, man. I, from day one, I was a little behind him and I'm still going to, um, you know, still be behind him. Hopefully he does well. Uh, I know that him and Carlito are having a, a feud here uh, going back and forth, especially over Ray and the LWO. Um, but yeah, man, Hey, one person, uh, and I, I hate to take some steps back, but one person I failed, failed to mention earlier for the girls rumble that we did not, we didn't bring up is Naomi. Naomi just left TNA supposedly this past weekend. Um, there has been rumor about her showing up. So for her, if she does, that'd be something to uh, look forward to in the women's Royal rumble. Just wanted to throw that out uh, to our listeners. But again, let's go back to the men's Royal Rumble. We still have talked about it. You brought it up, The Rock. How electrifying could you see if you had The Rock, Brock, Cody, and CM Punk? And we maybe pull out Gunther. Maybe Gunther gets thrown out. Or Gunther is one of the top five, and Gunther throws Brock over. And then here we go. And then we might see the bloodline come down and pull uh, The Rock out. You know, his, his family's betrayed him, and we might get that story. There's so many ways to go. But do we still get the rock at Royal Rumble 24? My answer to that is we're going to take a break real quick and you'll get my answer after uh, we come back. So don't go anywhere. We'll see you on the other side. So this is Fanboy Dave and Big Kev, um, episode 56. Don't go nowhere. And we're back, uh, episode 56, Brothers of Discussion, Fanboy Dave, Big Kev. And before we Took a break. Big Kev said the potential of the rock. And this is what's so beautiful about the Royal Rumble. You just don't know. And having the rock come out, I'm like, I think uh would be amazing. Uh, I, I still think that it does make sense because there's been rumors of people talking about that rock and reigns, maybe at Elimination Chamber, even though some people want it for Mania 40. It's just like, I think this would give all the fans brain overload because then potentially rock uh see or see a punk for sure cody rhodes gunther maybe brock i'm like oh my gosh like yeah then then it's like who's really gonna win and i do like how you said the bloodline coming out to screw um the rock and having that storyline go that way it's just yeah it would be unbelievable like um even though i did uh say cody you know as my winner if any of this happens, any of these superstars who come out, I think they're really trying to, excuse me, trying to get the fans ready to be like, I don't know who's going to win this Royal Rumble. You know, I agree, and this is why I don't, I don't think Mania has to have Seth because it is brain overload. We have all these guys. We forgot to talk 
or I wouldn't say forgot because we're still on the same subject. And I'm not saying by any means this guy goes into the title picture, but Sheamus is, is, is supposed to be rumored to come back and make his uh, appearance back in the WWE. But you brain overload. I mean, you got Drew McIntyre, CM Punk, Cody, Rock, Brock, Gunther. Those are just six people I named quickly that could be interchangeable in the main event status. And we haven't even talked about LA Knight because LA Knight, I feel, is going to lose in the four way and we're going to get there. But we could see LA Knight getting in the Rumble. What does that look like? Um, holy smokes, man. Randy Orton could be there. Who knows? But this is what you just said. It's over. It's brain overload. And that's why I'm so intrigued of watching this year's uh, Rumble because there's so much going on and there's so many paths we could be, you know, taken to Mania. So uh, I got to my, my head's hurting. Think about it right now, fanboy. But you have to but. give your pick. Like I said, I'm still sticking with Cody Rhodes, uh, CM Punk second. Um, if I, but if it's just right now, Cody Rhodes is going to be first, first back to back because we have to finish the story. And like we've talked about in previous uh, podcasts, you, you, you don't lose a world title person because again, the winner of the world of the elimination chamber could get earn that spot. So you still get that opportunity there or they could do it vice versa. If Seth has to vacate the title, if they don't go the way we talked about senior money back winning, and then that's the championship. So either or, but I think, Whichever title they go for um, to earn the other title shot for the other title is going to happen at Elimination Chamber, in my opinion. Yeah, that can very well happen. Uh, Dad gum. Hey, just think about this. This is 30 years ago to the date, 1994. We get Lex Luger and Bret Hart going over at the same time. And we get both, both at WrestleMania 10, Taking on Yokozuna. Uh, of course, Lex Luger uh, lost to Yoko uh, the first match. Brett lost to Owen, but Brett still had his title shot on whoever, you know, won out of the Lex and Yoko match. Just throwing that out there. Uh, that was 30 years ago. Could we potentially see two legs hitting one at once again? Um, and, of course, we saw that with, what, Cena and Batista, where they, you know, fell over. That was kind of unplanned. Vince McMahon, that's the famous, he tore his quads. Um, you never know that might be thrown out, but man, could you imagine winning and that being Cody? I mean, you talk about finishing a story and a mountain to climb when you have to beat out the rock, Brock, Gunther, CM Punk. Those, I mean, these are some big names, these are some heavy hitters. Um, golly, as much as I don't want to say it, I almost have to tend to agree with you. I think Cody is going to potentially overcome this and win this. Um, as much as I, not that I don't like him, I, there's just something about him that doesn't, for me, it doesn't, he doesn't move the needle as the company guy, but I completely get it. He, he is that he is very personal with the fans. He's very likable. Um, maybe I'm just hating. I don't know. Maybe I'm just hating. Yeah. You might have some haterade today. So yeah. Maybe I was watching Enzo, uh, Amori, uh, some of his promos. He's a couple of haters, couple of haters. But man, I don't know what it's going to happen, but it's going down this so you're, upcoming you're, so Saturday. So if I can say this correctly, your pick is Cody as well. If I, you know, one person we hadn't talked about either was Bobby Lashley. He's in the Rumble. He could be a dark horse in this. Um, not, I know, he, he has his own program with. I know, but do you, do you, do you see how I'm avoiding? Do you see how I'm avoiding to answer your question? 
if I had an answer right now, okay, yes, I'll go with I'll go with Cody still as the front runner to win the rumble. Oh, there, I said it. There you go. How's it make you feel? You feel a little bit better? <laughs> I feel a little, I feel a little better to get it off of my chest, but uh I still think we we do get Roman and and Brock. I, I still think we get that at the elimination chamber. I, I feel that wholeheartedly about that. Um but yeah, man, I'm excited. Um I mean, from weeks past, I mean, this is a topic I, I really enjoy because there's so much built around Royal Rumble. It gets me excited. My juices are flowing on it. Hey, let's get to the fatal four-way because we have not talked about that yet, but here it is, man. We get Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, the head of the table, alongside with Paul Heyman, the wise man. He's taking on Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and L.A. Knight. Yeah. Here we go. Fatal four-way. What is going to happen in this match, fanboy? Who is coming out victorious? Do we still have Roman raising his hand with the title in his in his hand, holding it above his head at the end of the night? Yes, we do. It's just one of these things. You got AJ and LA Knight in the program, you know, because they fought a Friday night smackdown this past week. Um, Randy's there. But like they said, and I've said it before by hook or crook, uh, Roman's always going to find a way. And it could be where that um, maybe AJ Styles really doesn't want the title, but I don't see that happening, that his um, feud with LA Knight's more important than that. But um, I don't know if it's going to be the bloodline. I, I, I don't know how Roman is going to pull this off. Because, again, if it's the bloodline again, I mean, some fans may get tired of that. But I think it just has to be something different. Maybe Roman, to solidify himself, like he says he's the GOAT, maybe he somehow wins this on his own, which would even make it seeming that if Cody does win the title, I mean, win the Rumble, even more impossible that he actually did it and he didn't need any help from Solo Sokoa or... Uh, Jimmy Uso. So I'm going to say Roman's going to win this outright by himself. I think he wins it outright with not using the bloodline, but I think he's going to get some help from one of the other guys in the match, right? I could see an RKO happening to LA Knight, and then here comes AJ Styles taking Randy. They're over the ropes. Roman capitalizes and pins LA Knight one, two, three. Um, I'm not sure if we get a super clean win. Um, but he does get a clean win in the sense that the bloodline doesn't help. I feel like we've seen this before where Roman is going to, the champion is going to take advantage of someone else's doing um, and he gets a win that way. So now we got to say, oh, Roman couldn't do it from the bloodline. And then Roman couldn't win because I'm again, I'm just saying, you know, Randy does this awesome RKO on LA Knight or AJ Styles or whoever, or we get an AJ Styles clash on somebody and then Roman does the power, you know, Superman punch and he wins. Um, but he couldn't completely do it on his own. And that's where the heat is still stays on Roman through the process. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I think we still see the travel chief Roman reigns, uh, victorious and marching his way to elimination chamber. That's my pick as well. They, they do not have any other matches advertised, but for some reason, I think the Intercontinental Championship might be on the line, but we have to wait till tomorrow because I know Gunther, since he came back, he said he's looking for his next challenger. 
So um, maybe they put that on the card uh, after tomorrow. Because right now, the only things they advertise is the, the two Rumbles and the Fatal 4-Way. And that's it right at the moment? Well, United States title. Oh, yes, Ball United States four. So two matches, two Rumbles. So total four events at the moment. Yes. That's that's what we have so far to, to go off of it. Like you said, we might get something developed tomorrow night, especially because what we still don't know what Seth is going to say about him, you know, his self and what that looks like going forward or what they do. Maybe they do something um, just seven days away. Um, you know, the Pierce, Adam Pierce, he might say, hey, you know what? I might pull a Nick Aldis and I might. Instead of doing a four-way Fatal 4, hey, I'm going to do a Fatal 4-way at the Rumble, and the winner is the champion. Who knows? We might get something like that. Um, yeah, and, and have we said in the past before, like I said, we've been to uh, quite a few WrestleMania and uh, Royal Rumbles. I have to say, and this could change, you know, from year to year, but with The Rock coming back, you know, he's been back a couple of times. Like, this is probably after, and that I can remember – other than maybe like when Cena came back at um, the Rumble um, to go to WrestleMania 20 in Madison Square Garden, I think this is probably one of the Rumbles that probably been one of the most talked about because with social media being its giant and The Rock saying his promo about being the head of the table, like I think fans are really excited about this one. I, I really do. I am. And I'm a casual fan. I'm not a, you know, I used to be a diehard, if you will, but I'm more casual, but this makes me excited. I, I really want to watch what I want to tune in to see what happens at the rumble. Oh, um, that makes sense. Now that's why I don't record every week. Cause you're a casual. Oh, here we go. Ah, I'll just play with you. <laughs> Dog you. Hey, one thing that we didn't talk about, but I want to bring up to you um, as we're kind of winding down, we're, you know, as far as the rumble, but leading up to WrestleMania, another thing that usually happens this time of year is we start to get, the WWE Hall of Fame class. And we're going to get that of 2024. And they usually start releasing names this time of year. Um, on the way to WrestleMania, who do we get in this 2024 Hall of Fame? Who is worthy and who's going to get in? I know this is just uh, off the cusp. I didn't I didn't tell you I was going to talk to you about this. Um, but I wanted to get your true uh, opinion and your true thoughts Um off the top of your dome, who do we see as the head of the uh, Hall of Fame this year? Dave Bautista has already been inducted, right? No, he actually hasn't. In fact, they were talking about they were talking about a couple years ago in 2021 they were going to um, have him inducted, but he couldn't do it. There was some family emergency, something happened, so he couldn't be there. So he is one of the favorites that is supposed to uh, be inducted this year. Yeah, probably. Does he have a Hall of Fame? Is he worthy of it? He's the animal. Of course he's worthy. He's an evolution. <laughs> I mean, he learned from the best. And um, he just turned 55 a couple of days ago. So congrats to Big Dave Batista. I know we had talked uh, several months ago because, you know, we've brought up, you know, WrestleMania a few times, you know, throughout the year. Uh, but you said um, since it's in Philadelphia, uh, possibly Paul Heyman. That would be nice uh, to happen. For Paul Heyman, um, at the top of my head, I, I really, really don't know who else that you could put in that maybe have let Philadelphia me, ties. Let me get you. Let me let me 
things that are, these are a couple names that I saw that was kind of floating the internet. And uh, tell me what you think about these names. Paul Heyman, we kind of talked, you just brought his name up. Tommy Dreamer, uh, which would be um, Victoria, your girl, Victoria. Uh, the she Rock. ain't the lady to mess with. Uh, the Rock's even on that list. Uh, Batista, of course, and I agree. I think Batista is going to be a shoe-in. They were going to try to get him in 2021, uh, but just it just didn't happen, so they had agreed to uh, put him in at a future date. This would be a great time. Um, Lex Luger, speaking of Lex, the Lex Express that I was bringing up earlier, he's been um, kind of swirling. I think that's absolutely well-deserved. William Regal, Mickey James, Demolition, and the one that we hadn't talked about in a while um, – is he a first ballad? Is Bray Wyatt is also uh, floating out there? I think Bray Wyatt's a little too early. I mean, I I get why they would do it, but um, yeah, um, maybe they do it just because it's it's fresh. Um, and I don't even like to say that because I mean, golly, I mean, I mean, what a character, um, what a mind for the business. And yes, he does need to get his flowers. But I, I don't know if it's for this year, you know. Um, Demolition. Oh, man, I did like Demolition. That, that would be good. Um, yeah, Lex Luger, I think. I think they need to keep it to a minimum, like maybe like four, because don't get me wrong. I mean, I know now in USA they do it, but they like do like the last hour because, I mean, it's just so long. And it's just one of those things. I think they need to make it like, you know, short and sweet, two, two and a half hours. And, you know, that's it. Um what really will and we, make- and we don't and we don't want it to turn into NWO where everybody's in where it's not as meaningful. I'm with I you. think what's going to make uh, the Hall of Fame meaningful because now under the new manager of TKO, eventually when they can have an actual Hall of Fame that people can visit, like the NFL has in Canton, Ohio, something like that. That's when it's going to be more special, not only for the performers, uh, because I'm I you've seen interviews before he got inducted. Scott Steiner used to make fun of WWE. He's like, there's not even a real Hall of Fame. It's just, you know, it's for the WrestleMania weekend. They bring in iconic items that these superstars have worn. But to actually have one where you could go, I think that's where it's going to give the fan and, like I said, the performer, like, man, this is awesome. We actually have a place where all this stuff is, and it's great. Uh, But to get to your point of who should be in the Hall of Fame, I, I don't know. I mean, on that list, yeah, you had a few good guys, but to me, I can't think of someone other than Dave that I would think, like, for sure he needs to go in this year. Well, I'll tell you what. Somebody thinks a certain tag team belongs uh, now, and that is King Booker. He's truly, he said on his podcast uh, this past Friday, that he is lobbying again for the Nasty Boys to go into the Hall of Fame. I really believe truly in my heart that the Nasty Boys deserve a spot inside the WWE Hall of Famer. And I completely agree 100%. Uh, The Nasty Boys were not only just in WWE, but uh, WCW and all over the world wrestling uh, overseas. Uh, And they've had a long, had a long longevity. And we, you can argue, well, they were Hawk Hogan's boys, you know, as far as knobs, but Brian knobs uh, specifically, but uh that would be a good tag team. I mean, that you don't think of WWE past as far as tag teams without the Nasty Boys. So I mean, it um, would be okay. It's in Philly, and um, your first WrestleMania, you know, WrestleMania 32, we were staying at 
uh, the Dallas um, sphere. And that's where all the wrestlers were. And, you know, we drank with the nasty boys and that was the first people we ran into. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're at the bar or whatever, sitting there chilling and, you know, bought a couple of drinks and let me put on the jacket and the glasses and I got to take a picture. I mean, that was cool. I mean, so yeah, I, I did like that. I suppose. And they're one of the, one of the tag teams back in the day before tag team wrestling was tag team wrestling. I mean, they, they won a lot of tag titles in, in their day. So yeah, I could see them going in. Um, you can do worse, you yeah. know. But definitely demolition. I did like demolition, even though some people said they were a carbon cheap copy of Road Warriors. But demolition was different from the Road Warriors. I mean, yeah, they had the spikes, but they had the little ones. But uh, I mean, I really did like them. Axe and Smash. I really liked them uh, a lot. I used to try that. And then Crush came along. But um, yeah, man, demolition is is another tag team uh, when you when you think about. Uh, in the past and then what those guys did afterwards you know with with uh their other characters repo man being one of them right so um they've had a long longevity too in the in the world of professional wrestling but if, so. I, if I could say something real quick so I know they get more press for time if I could just um put someone in the hall of fame this year that deserves it because what she has done for the company before Vince decided to sell it would be Stephanie McMahon or Vince in an often, but I would give Stephanie her due because well, she was with the company, you know, she's done a lot. We haven't heard from Stephanie since she did step down, but I, I would uh, put Stephanie in the hall of fame. That would be, that'd be awesome. I, I completely agree with you 100%. And I would put her over Shane just because she's been a constant as far as when you talk about the McMahon family, she's been around so long, all, all of a sudden, you know, obviously that she had just left and stepped down. Uh, and I think that had a lot to do with Triple H's health scare where she wanted to be around more with her kids and then also just everything going on with her father. But as far as before then, before 2023, I mean, she was a constant in the WWE. She didn't come, come in. She was there. Uh, that would be a great pick. I got my vote. There you go. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I think um, we're looking forward to Monday Night Raw. Uh NXT's been been decent, um, and for, of course, right for Friday Night SmackDown, the the night before the Royal Rumble this past Friday, uh, Roman Reigns tried to get the upper hand, but at the end of the day, he was reintroduced to the most devastating letters in all of sports entertainment, and that was R K O. So, what's Roman going to do? Because Randy Orton was standing tall. Uh, amongst the three of the other participants in this fatal four-way. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm I ready. I need this week to go by fast because we are ready to rumble. Saturday cannot get here uh, in any time slower here. This is going to be going down next uh, Saturday, or I should say this Saturday, uh, in Tampa Bay, Florida, January 27th at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 Eastern. So, uh Please tune in for uh, Royal Rumble. Let us know your picks. Um, if you're on Spotify, leave a comment. Let us know who you feel that's going to win the uh, Rumble. Um, again, we appreciate you week in, week out, listening to the podcast. This is Brothers of Discussion. This is Big Kev, and I have fanboy Dave with me. We are going to move along to episode 57 next week, and we are going to talk about the fallout, all things Royal Rumble, because it should be very uh, heavily uh, have some conversation around it. Uh, it should be a banger. It should be an absolute banger. Um, 
I don't want to stop talking. I mean, do we get Zach Ryder? Like these things are coming in my head because there's so I mean, much Matt going Cardona, on. The Matt Cardona, God. I know. Yeah, Matt Cardona. There's been talk about him. So, uh, man, this this is how excited we are, folks. Uh, That's the beauty of the road to WrestleMania, and it all kicks off at the Royal Rumble. All right, guys, we are out. I promise you, we will catch you down the road again. Big Kev. Fanboy Dave, episode 56 of Brothers of Discussion. See?